0: Father, thank you for these seniors. Thank you for all of our transitions. <clears throat> God, we lift this uh, this class of students up to you. And God, I'm so thankful that you know we make this big investment. The families make this big investment into their children. I mean, 17, 18 years of love and prayer like like only I think I mean only a parent knows that prayer that desperate prayer for their kid, so many of those prayers and so many awkward conversations and uh, car rides and um, teachable and coachable moments with these with these young men and women and and now they're Uh, watching them uh, take this big step, launching into adulthood. God, would you bless the parents and the guardians? Would you give them peace? Would you give them wisdom in knowing how to pray, how to parent um, a high school graduate, how to let go? Uh, And then, God, would you bless these students? Would you encourage them uh, in these next in this next season like they've never been encouraged by you before would you be everything to them would you uh, continue capturing their heart and uh, drawing them and using them God you've used this group for your glory God continue to use them and use them even more and bless them and God thank you for this church family that, that is a place for where we can transition together. And thank you for Kaya. I love Kaya because we can confidently uh, send our youth up into that group. Uh, God bless them, bless that group, bless the leaders in that ministry. And uh, God, we ask that you bless this time in your word as we consider um, a psalm and We remember a few things from it. God, would you be glorified tonight? Would you have your way with our hearts and our minds and and even our lives? In Jesus' name, amen. I appreciate you uh, letting me be a little emotional. It is emotional for the the students and for the adults and for the families. And maybe you don't have anyone that's connected with the youth. And so this is like you're just observing and, and watching and thinking, this is weird. Like, this is happy, right? And it is. It is happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Um, but man, this is family and it's, I am happy to report that it doesn't get any easier. You know, whenever you graduate out your seniors, it doesn't get easier. It, It probably gets harder, I guess, um, because man, it is a blast in student ministry and these kids are growing and God's using them and, and he's allowing the youth ministry to be part. And so, um, man, praise God for that. Let's, let's consider... Psalm 46 tonight. So if you have your Bible, you might grab that. Um, This is the last sermon that I will preach to these seniors as youth in our church. And then when I'm done, you're dead to me. (laughs) That's what I say to all of them. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to co- conclude our time together by by giving four charges to remember some things to our seniors, but also to all of us. These are things that we all, uh, all myself included, need to remember, uh, especially in big transitions like we've been uh, talking to, talking about. So, verse one through three of Psalm forty six. Let's uh, let's read these together. It says, "To the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a song upon Alamoth." God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. Seniors, and all of us, there will be times in this next season that you'll feel like your world is turning upside down. College, adulthood can be tough. It can be overwhelming. There'll be times in this next season that you're gonna feel alone. You're gonna feel really lonely. Where did all my friends from high school go? Where did that youth group feeling go? Where did that team or that club that I belonged to go? There's going to be times in the next season that you'll find yourself in trouble that maybe you didn't even start and maybe trouble that you did start. right? There's going to be times that are just tough in this next season and I would encourage you, I would call you to remember that God is present with you. God is present with you. In Romans chapter 8, the Word tells us, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is ever at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. I know that we can personally, inspirationally, you go into some of these universities, especially, you go into these classes and it's gonna feel like they're slaughtering you with the workload, with the content of your philosophy class or whatnot. You might feel picked on, you might stand out, you might be weird, you might not make friends right away And nothing can separate us from Him. In Christ, you are close to the Lord. You have direct access to the Comforter, to the the very present help in time of need. Remember that. Keep your perspective of your situation and circumstances accurate. Things will get tough, but God is always near and God is always good. Cling to that. Take that with you. So again, inspirationally and practically for us today, we have a river. There's a river that we have access to that leads us through life. We have a place of watering. We have this place of rest. We have a place of sustenance. We have the Word of God, and we have the Spirit of God. We have the presence of God, and He promises to provide for us, and He promises to bless us as we remain fixed to Him, as we become established in seeking His will and His Word. Right? Pastor Kenny uh, just did the the postscript episode about having that quiet time, having that devotional uh, time with the Lord. Man, don't, don't leave that. Don't forget that. God is present, but remember this too. God is inviting you to abide in Him. He's inviting you in. He's saying, come, let's dwell together. Let's be together. Let's reason together. Let me love you. Let me hold you. Let me embrace you. Let me comfort you. That's his invitation. Revelation chapter three verse twenty says, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him, and he with me." I believe that personally, the time that I grew the most in my my um, devotional life with the Lord was was in college it was when my schedule changed a little and I wasn't in such a rigid high school structure and and I could kind of you know go to a coffee shop or I could you know go to whatever I stay up late doing bible study or whatever my schedule just changed and I felt a little bit of liberty to dive into the word and I feel like I grew a lot there that's when I begin to write notes in my bible and some of you already do that you already do that we'll dig in press in Take seriously your walk, your personal walk with the Lord. Psalm 1, verse 1 through 3, it's a pretty sweet promise. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Seniors, you want that. You know, Kaya member, you want that. Adult, we want that. We want whatever we do, whatever we're, whatever endeavors we're taking on, we want to be rooted and planted by the word of God so that whatever we're doing is fruitful it has purpose and meaning abide in Christ move on to our third one here Psalm 46 verses 8 through 9 says come behold the works of the Lord what desolations he hath made in the earth he maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth he breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder he burneth the chariot and the fire that's intense right Seniors, remember, God has been at work in your life. He's been moving, and we've seen it. And I don't know how well you see it, but your parents, the mentors in your life, your disciples, we're watching, and we see it, man. We can remember when you were little, and you were coming into middle school, or when you were coming into the high school class. We remember it. You were all so cute. You were all so, I mean, you were so freshmen. You were a mess. And then you were a sophomore and nobody could stand being around you. And then you were juniors and you began to to grow up a little. And we began to think, wow, this is cool. God's really speaking to them and they're really receiving it and they're making kind of serious decisions. And then you get to see in your year and we've watched you make some pretty serious uh, resolves to take seriously your walk with the Lord. And we've seen you be fruitful. We've seen you bring friends in and share the gospel and serve in ministry. Wow. There's nothing better than that, man. To see you grow and blossom, so much so in your senior year, God has been at work in your life. Remember that. It's so sad to know of stories of, of students who graduate from high school, and you know it seemed as if they were walking with the Lord and they graduate. And then it's just something entirely different. Like the Lord used you. You were fruitful. And then you walked away. We can't do that. We must remember God is with you. God is inviting you. And God is using you. And He's working in your life even now. Remember that. Psalm 103, verses 10 through 14. These are just comforting verses for you if, you know, you feel like, where has God gone? What is God even doing in my life? Why are things so hard? Remember this, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us, like as a father pitieth his children. So the Lord pitieth them that fear him, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. You are so weak and so imperfect. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. God is faithful to you. Fear Him. Humble yourself before Him. God is with you. And He will continue to work in your life and, and, and reveal Himself to you more and more. And lastly here, verses 10 and 11, says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. (laughs) Lastly, remember, it's okay. okay. God is in charge. He's got you. He's got me. I'm really telling myself that for this one. It's okay. God is in charge. And when you know you failed, and when you know you're weak, and you know you're, you know, maybe down a path that you shouldn't have walked down, Maybe you went to a school you weren't supposed to go to, or you went to a party you weren't supposed to go to, or you entered into a relationship or a friendship that you weren't supposed to, or you found yourself in a path, in a situation where you look around and you say, What was I thinking? What have I done? It's okay. It's all right. God is in charge. Turn to Him, repent, be humble, follow Him out. There's only grace. And there's so much mercy. And as we conclude our service tonight and my time as your youth pastor, I find that God always has the best words for such a time uh, like this. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 through 6, what I would say to you, and I believe. Um, many others would, is this, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God's in charge and he's got you and he's faithful to you. And he's just saying to you, come on. Come on in. Let's do this. Let's take this big step together. Now, if you're like, this is weird. We're glad you're here. And we're glad that you could be part of kind of for some of us, a very emotional family kind of moment. And yet, um, what I would like to do is conclude our time now um, by the praise band coming um, on up and leading us in a song. And I want to invite you, if, uh, if you don't know Christ, if you came with a friend, uh, you were invited in, and you were not expecting to go to a church graduation service, You were invited here probably not to see that, but rather to consider Christ and to consider if you know Him as your Lord and Savior, if you've received His grace. And uh, we want to invite you to come down front or to to sit next to that person and and simply ask, what does it mean to know Christ? Why are these people, what is going on here? What is this? Ask questions. Consider and reflect on wherever you've come in uh, at. Whatever you've got going on. But also, I want to invite you to come and to pray and consider whatever God may have laid on your heart regarding uh, what we've seen in the psalm. Maybe you need to remember tonight that God is with you. Maybe you need to remember that he's inviting you to abide. Whatever it is that you need to respond to the Lord with, we want to invite you to do that. We want to give you a space for that. And and just to uh, encourage you that there's only mercy and grace that's all we got for you mercy grace and truth and we just want to pray together we want to be family together and there's no shame i just stood up here and wept for half an hour it's okay you can do the same but whatever it is that god's laid on your heart tonight i'm going to pray and then and then you come down there's going to be people available to pray with you Uh, We'll have a short season of just meeting with the Lord in praise and worship, and then we'll be dismissed. Okay, can I pray for you? (laughs) Father, thank you so much for these seniors. It has been a wonderful privilege. It's been a blast. It's been so much fun knowing them, uh, being their friend, living uh, life with them, getting to know their families. It's such a blessing, and we're thankful for them. Thankful for that time, thankful for this ministry. God, we ask that you bless them. And then additionally, Lord, whatever it is that is, uh, that is being tugged on in our heart, whatever your spirit wants to do this evening, uh, Lord, give us the humility to respond, and the boldness, the courage to, to reach out to ask for prayer, to ask for help, the humility to do so. God, would you bless the rest of our evening, and God, we love you, and we are thankful to you. We have hearts of gratitude, a little bit of sadness, but mostly gratitude, and um, God, I love you. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.